6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. Driving this week. Yeah, I can't drive 55, but you probably should be, or at least following the speed limits. Um, having said that, we had news yesterday afternoon that Alberta extending its freeze on new photo radar locations through to uh, December 1st, 2022, and the province saying it's going to put other some put some other restrictions, kind of rules in place to ensure that. Um, the cash cow factor that a lot of people believe uh, is reduced. So municipalities not going to be allowed to use photo radar in transition zones, not allowed to run photo radar in construction zones, except when construction workers are present. Photo radar in school zones will only be allowed when classes are in session. Photo radar vehicles need to be clearly marked. And you know what? A lot of this from what I remember and what I know is what the city of Edmonton is already doing. But let's find out more the impact on the city of Edmonton and its photo radar uh, fleet and what it does in traffic safety for the city of Edmonton with Jessica Lemaire, who is the director of traffic safety for the city of Edmonton. Hey, Jessica, welcome back to the show. Hey, Jalen. Happy Thursday. Hey, have you ever got a photo radar ticket? You know what? I have, um, <laughs> which I'm very honest about, uh, but haven't had one since I've been in this role as the director <laughs> of safe mobility. And I'll tell you why, because I got this job and my husband and I said to each other, we better change our, our, uh, our habits so that this doesn't happen. Cause we certainly wouldn't want to have to deal with that situation. <laughs> and you know, it was really easy and we both actually feel like our driving experience is, is so much more calm and relaxed now than it used to be. Yeah. You know, it's, it's always a heated conversation when we bring it up my text line has been pretty busy this afternoon a lot of folks saying hey you know what if you don't want a photo radar ticket don't speed and that's how I feel about it and if I get one and I haven't got one in a long time then I suck it up because guess what <laughs> I was speeding um, and that's um, that's the consequences I think there's you know some questionable areas when it comes to photo radar but having said that um, I wanted to get into with with you with what the province announced yesterday from what I can understand Understand and from what I know in our conversations in the past, Jessica, the city of Edmonton is already doing a lot of what the province has outlined. It's so true. And actually, uh, Minister Sauni, the Minister of Transportation, uh, today made a number of comments about how many of the pieces that got built into this new guideline are actually things that Edmonton has developed the leading practice for. So I was really excited to hear that. I think it's great to have that acknowledgement that Edmonton's program is so strong, so evidence-based and really focused on safety. Um, and certainly we've worked closely with the province throughout our entire relationship in, in automated enforcement to make sure that we're doing what we can to help increase street safety with this tool. So Minister Sani acknowledged that, you know, the photo radar revenue often used for traffic safety initiatives and some studies showing it helps to improve road safety. The province now going to be asking municipalities to show quarterly data and their receipts. The city of Edmonton does this already. 
Absolutely. Sometimes when these uh, new guidelines come out or, you know, we're sort of reinforcing this is what the expectation is, it sounds new. Uh, that's so definitely not the case here in Edmonton. We gather all kinds of data and information uh, and we share that very um, frequently already with the province. There are some requirements in place uh, on that as it stands. So that's one piece that's, um, you know, I think they're looking for some, some new additions, mm. um, but it's information we already collect and provide. So I think that's really more for other municipalities who may not be at that level of sophistication yet in the work that they're doing. Jessica, curious to know, we know that the city of Edmonton recently put in that uh, 40 kilometer an hour neighborhood speed limit. So what impact does uh, yesterday's announcement have on enforcing that? A pretty significant impact. Uh, unfortunately, the guideline excludes 40 kilometer per hour speed limits from automated enforcement. Um, so in residential spaces, the majority of roads are going to be that 40K. Um, outside of playground zones, which of course are 30 kilometers and are included, so we can still continue to support safety in those locations. Um, but there's a lot of work to do for my team. Um, about 20% of our current active sites are uh, spaces that have that 40 kilometer default. Mm. And as of April, we won't be able to enforce there anymore. With the moratorium in place for another year on new locations for our presence, that, that does significantly restrict us from where we can be in Edmonton. and. Those locations are primarily set up because Edmontonians have told us that they're worried about their safety yeah. in those spaces, and that does present a bit of a challenge for us. So what do you do on that front? You know, uh, you know, uh, police are, are pretty busy as it is right now, not sure how many, you know, uh, police officers you're going to have out in, in, in those areas being able to do that on a regular basis. Um, you know, there's been a lot of talk about speed bumps and, 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 and putting in um, speed control measures like that, but these communities have already been built they're already there so how do you deal with it it's um, it's an interesting challenge that's for sure um, now I think one important piece is that automated enforcement is and always has been just one tool in the toolbox mm. and so some of these other ideas and I have to say um, if anything the announcement on the new guideline yesterday has really ignited creativity and thought processes and I'm really seeing people from all walks of life in Edmonton having some some great conversations about uh, how to create safer streets which is you know that's ideal it makes someone like me really happy but um we need to do some work to to think about so if we don't have this tool available anymore uh what next and there will be some resource impacts to that you you can't put traffic calming in spaces or education campaigns or whatnot without funding and support and uh certainly you know, we need to do a fulsome review of this new guideline. It's a, it's a substantive document and there are lots of pieces um, and we've had it for a day. So we're <laughs> going to do that work and uh, then we'll take forward, you know, to city council uh, any of those impacts and, and think through with them about where their priorities are around street safety in neighbourhoods and, and what we might need to do to address that. And Jessica Lamare is the Director of Traffic Safety for the City of Edmonton. Uh, one of those things that I think probably some people are wondering about, a lot of people might be wondering about, is um, the money that is generated from um, automated enforcement, it's, it's a pretty nice hunk of change. I think in 2020 it was about, uh, well, just under $50 million. What is this, you know, these, this, this moratorium, this, the, this extension until the, the end of next year, the changes, what impact is it going to have on that number and the bottom line there? 
lots of pieces to this. That fifteen million, <laughs> that fifteen million number that you referenced, that's that's uh, the share that the city of Edmonton kept from revenue last year for automated enforcement. Just over half of revenue goes back to the province yeah. uh, and stays with them. So that's one piece of that fifty million. Twenty-two went to the Edmonton Police Service to help support them in their traffic safety priorities, um, and then the rest, of course, city council devotes exclusively to supporting their traffic safety priorities. So. Um, that's one of the pieces I think the guideline is also trying to get at from mm-hmm. the provincial level is, is to make sure that all of the municipalities are mirroring that that sort of connection. In terms of revenue impacts, a little bit too early for us okay. to say what, what this might mean. However, I will say, um, and I know we talked about this in the summertime, we haven't, as a result of the moratorium, been able to be present in new spaces um, mm-hmm. for automated enforcement. And that has been a challenge for us for supporting safety in construction zones, for mm-hmm. example. Lots of folks I'm, I'm seeing comments from right now saying, I, I never see them in construction zones. So, you know, it doesn't really matter that they can't go. Um, and the reality is uh, that's a result directly of the moratorium. Uh, so we will continue to see some impacts from that and, and we're tracking that quite closely. But ultimately, violations have been significantly reducing and, and along with that revenue, um, this year we're uh, only forecasting to have uh, about just under 30 million come into the city and again 22 of that million uh, dollars is going over to the Edmonton Police Service yeah. so already you know some constraint there and that's a dual um, th- there's a celebration there we are seeing folks slowing down and paying more attention to how um, you know what the speed limit is and, and driving safely but then also the impacts of, of COVID uh, and vehicle volumes along with that moratorium makeup for other parts of that as well. All right Jessica we'll have to leave it there this afternoon we'll follow up again in a few months when we know things a little bit more clearly thank you for joining me always a pleasure thanks Jalen. take care jessica lamara is the director of traffic safety for the city of edmonton uh, one of the things that will be barred um, is this and it's something that i hear uh, a lot from you is those um they will be barred from automatically ticketing drivers for multiple violations within a five minute time period yeah. Again, you know, it's it's somewhat mind-boggling, and I've had a couple of texts in on this one. 780-496-0063, let me know your thoughts.